When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week. It is a wonderful day here in New York City area and hope the same for you wherever you are. Uh, This is hard to believe we are almost at the end of April, four months in. Hope everyone is having a spectacular year so far. I know with everything that we've all gone through over the last year, things are starting to brighten up. And we know here at Sustainable Success, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. So with that being said, our, 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 if you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. You could also visit us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll uh, find many of our great guests we had over the years sharing their words of wisdoms and insights to help scale your business and personal life to the next level. Come uh, join us here at Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll get updates and you'll be able to uh, listen to any of the on-demand shows that we've had in the past from the uh, links that are provided for your leisure. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media platform dedicated to bringing together alumni, uh, fraternities, sororities, people that you went to school with, people you were in your fraternity or sorority, or maybe in a past business that you worked in that is no longer in business, where you can get back together and engage. You can meet new people you've ne- never met before and perhaps land your next business opportunity or a new job through, so- through Alumni Direct. Feel free to visit them at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. We have a great show for you today, and we're going to be talking about mindset. We're going to be talking about applying the whole brain for business, innovation, and success. And we have a, a dear friend of mine who I love dearly, and she's done so many great things. And we're going to, she's going to be sharing some insights, not only around this topic, but also around her book uh, that came out recently, which I'll let her share here later. Uh, her name is Dr. Sophie Nobani. And before I introduce Dr. Sophie, I'm going to give you a little background about her. She is a uh, creatrix interpersonal executive coach that has the following credentials. She has a, she's a certified NLP trainer, coach, and master practitioner, certified social emotional intelligence coach, certified motivational coach, certified laughter yoga instructor, certified Reiki three or four level, I believe, teacher and certified EFT, TFT practitioner. She also has two uh, honorary doctorate degrees, a doctorate in in, uh, uh, divinity and philosophy in the area of metaphysics. I could keep going on and on and on about Dr. Sophie, but I am going to let her do the justice of sharing with her a little bit more insight about herself and then also for you compelling information around applying the whole brain for business and innovation and success. And without further ado, we welcome Dr. Sophie Nubani to the show. Dr. Sophie, how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. 
and it's so nice to share this airtime together. And I totally love sustainable success and all the value and content it continues to share. So it's it's a pleasure being here with you today, Chris. Uh, same here, Dr. Sophie. I you know we've known each other for quite some time, and you you've just done some some miraculous things that you are are helping people and. You know, we've been through some difficult times here in the last year with uh, COVID and the pandemic overall. But, you know, you know, there's always ways that we can find ways to improve ourselves, to position ourselves, to you know, find opportunities disguised in these challenges that are beyond our control. And you do so much in this particular area, addressing people from a personal level and then also how that applies to their business. And you, it's evident in your book, uh, you know, optimize your creative mindset. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about, you know, from your perspective, when we look at business, innovation, and success, whatever that means to the individual, the people that are listening uh-huh. or will be listening later, when we apply the whole brain, are, we, are people really applying the, their whole brain? Or if you can explain that, that would be wonderful. Yes, uh... And I think that the more we are in awareness of how our body functions, it just aligns us better and grounds us in having the clarity for what and how we're going to be doing things and the direction towards our goals, missions, and uh being able to charge our vision in in the interim and between because when we understand the process of it it allows us to anchor when we go through challenges and when we are making major decisions and understanding our own behaviors and attitude and emotional responses towards things when we do face them And, you know, in the past, it was, you know, the split uh, brain theory was, you know, people, many believe that. And including as I was growing up, and I'm sure, Chris, you've many times heard, you know, oh, he, he, you know, he operates from his right brain, like, and they consider that to be a creative person because maybe they are a painter, they're an artist, a singer. And uh, later on, uh, my personal journey. And as I was actually writing my book, I had to go into a very deep research, but, you know, understanding it in a, in a different perspective and looking at uh, different research and feedback. And once you really understand that you really have to utilize your whole brain function to get to the area of innovation management and uh, creative idea generation and application, it is going to set your way of developing your business model as well as um, managing teams uh, in a much different way. And we see that like with Steve Jobs. Uh, that's a great example right there. You know, uh, Steve Jobs, when he hired his people in the company, and he would put the creative and the people who are, uh, you know, very good in bringing ideas and, and all the great out-of-the-box thinking and all that uh, in one department. 
and he would put the problem solvers in a different one and then the critics in, a, in the last. And he says, you never want to put the creative and the critic together in the beginning because they will kill their dreams and nothing will get created. Yeah. But yet we need, we need all of them for a healthy model of operation. And yes, yeah, so to answer the question, definitely we are going to need to use our whole brain function. Now on an individual base, if we understand that, when we are in performance serving, uh, whether it's our own business or working with other teams or other businesses and so forth, it is very vital for us to understand that the diversity of thinking is what really creates innovative solutions. If you have and hire people who are like you, that is not going to um, necessarily get to the results of growth the way we would anticipate them to be or want them to be. So having that in mind, how do you manage such teams? So a lot of people think that if I put all the different people with their different thinking styles together, I'm going to get a solution. But now managing that, because normally they internally don't understand each other. So the leader, the organization, the business, understanding the whole brain concept as a leadership function is going to set them for success. Because it is really in those kind of knowings that we are able to flourish and get results in a much more speedy manner than we would otherwise with trial, you know, trials and errors, which is fine, and that's feedback. But why not minimize the time and duration and set processes by understanding how it actually functions and works? And then you're going to be able to monitor, manage, and, and guide in a much more better way. Wow, that's fabulous. And, and Sophie, we, we're, Dr. Sophie, when you look at, you know, this whole process, because so many people, they just, they, you know, it's a lack of awareness. And, and mm. once they have that awareness, which, you know, people like yourself, do, do, you know, we, you, know, you put this out there and you help people to create that. What are, what would be some of the ways that people can begin to learn how to apply their, their whole brain? You learn to really, you know, is there a process? Is there you know, some steps that they can take. Because sometimes when people are made aware, they're like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? And yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, isn't the, the main challenge of anything is the how to start. And that's why they started creating how-to books and manuals and all that because they feel like, okay, now I got this idea and they get so like, you know, this resistance of even starting because they just think they don't know how to. The truth is we have to be adaptable and flexible. And sometimes things unfold in the way they need to fold with a path of least resistance. So we're not pushing it too much. The how-to will appear. But if we have a process to something, we are just shortcutting and minimizing time. So this is why, you know, people like you uh, are change agents uh, when you are hired for certain business, uh, you know, organizations to really shortcut the time that they would go through with a certain process that's proven that it works with time, with practice, application, and feedback. So in this case, because we are on a whole brain uh, conversation, 
I would start of understanding what is the right brain function. For example, you know, like as simple as that, you know, most people would connect with that with creativity, poetry, you know, passion, uh, daydreaming, adventure, stuff like that. And, you know, being more free-spirited. But then you go on to the left brain, and then we have the logic, more the linear thinking, analytical strategy. And we have to understand, without both in hand, for a result to manifest, a creative result to manifest into innovation will be very, very difficult. So when people think that a person who is just painting is going to get his work out there, yeah, he's creative. He might have a great artwork, but you need a field. Like, you know, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi Csikszent Mihai, when he made his book uh, about creativity, and he always said you need the discipline, you need the field. The field is your feedback because without a novel, useful product, how would you know if this is in demand or not? And it could be great and your few people might love it, but is it really useful? And, and how could we get to that level from just daydreaming and, and idea generating to actual manifestation in the physical realm where it is a, a product that is useful, accessible, and so forth. So understanding what type of creative am I and know thyself again. So if I am a person who's great in one area and I feel my strength is in that, then I align, collaborate, or, you know, coordinate or, or take classes in, to improve my own area, then that is where you need to be focusing on so that you can be even providing much better value uh, to the end result. So there is science creativity and there is artistic creativity. And there's levels of creativity. There's mm. a little C, mini C, you know, medium C and the large C's like, you know, Einstein and Steve Jobs and all that. But we all have a, that kind of level in us. We can develop it once we understand really how can we work with it. And it's a skill. Yeah. That no can, doubt it about can it. can be developed. That's a great, great uh -huh. point. And like with anything, like, you know, like lead, you know, when people say leaders are born, you no know, leaders are you know, people create themselves into leaders, you know, by the way they think, the way they they take action, the way they learn from a process. So in essence, what you're talking about here, this is something that, like you said, and you don't have to be a Steve Jobs or some, you know, famous guru, uh, so to speak. This is something that that we can all if we if we put our minds to it, we can we can we can adopt this. We can we can definitely do this. So what are some of the things that if there was one first step, uh, and we, we're going to have, you know, I don't want to, I, I want to expand on it when we come back after the break, but we have about, you know, three minutes or so to the break. If we could just talk about what would be that first, what would you recommend be the first step for someone to take that's hearing this right now you know, or will be hearing it later? As, on a first step, you know, I really like uh, the inventor of the mind mapping, yep. uh, Tony Bozan. Like he, he really had it very simple and I always admired things that are simple because you know we have we live in a time of information overload and there's so many things that we can learn and apply but it's always one step at a time and it's hard to just just like if you eat a lot 
you eat everything, you know, you're like, oh my God, I love this food, this food, this one. You want to eat all of that in one day, one, one meal. It's going to be, you're not going to digest it. So I would say, and one of the tips that I really like is like, first of all, you got to realize the power of your brain. And once you are in that space, you are working to feeding it, understanding it, the way it functions, the way it operates. It's like, you know, we are in our own body and most people live and die. They don't even, sometimes some people don't even know where their liver is actually located in the physical, like what side of the body or my appendix, like, where is that? Like, is it to the Lord? And I'm not saying that's bad or good. I had to learn that at one point, you know, we all learn, but this is your inner body. Like this is what's inside your body. The more you can understand it. And when things happen, it's almost like you have a map. And you know, oh, this road, is, this exit is going to take me to New York. But if I take this exit, I'm going to go to Florida. And for example, it gives you that sense of uh, more uh, grounded and certainty in the areas. And now we don't always have to be certain about everything because smart risk taking is important in innovation and business. But it gives you that kind of settled feeling, emotional balance of things. So I really recommend, you know, like become passionate about understanding and realizing the power of your brain, whether it's what you're eating, how you can move and or read or take classes, all these areas that are going to contribute to the health of the power of your brain, seek it and wonder more about it and try to understand yourself more in that process and what is your internal system function your own software how does it really work taking time for that and then I'll, you know making it a hobby like literally once it becomes like a hobby you are not it's not forced and it becomes fun and enjoyable and it can start with little baby things you know like even a, a module of uh, how does the brain work where is my prefrontal cortex and where is my Brain, like you can start with simple things, mapping it in your imagination. Yeah, and, wow. and that that's a good way to start. And then just use the left and the right side of the brain. There is lots of exercises that actually yeah. stimulate and activate both. And then you feel that you are participating and engaging, and it sharpens your awareness, your focus. Let's talk. I want to talk about that. Let's talk about that because we got to go to break, and I love this. And Uh and and this is where Uh when we come back to break, I want to talk about you know stimulating our brains to create that awareness to make it become consistent. This is great. Again, everybody, you're listening to the Dr. Sophie Nubani. We're talking about applying the whole brain for business innovation and success. We have just hit the tip of the iceberg. I highly encourage you to stick around for the second segment. For those that just joined us, you can listen to the show in its entirety later today. But we got great wisdom coming from Dr. Sophie Nabani. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Uh, We are with Dr. Sophie Nubani. We're talking about applying the whole brain for business innovation and success. If you're just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety later today on demand, um, where you can listen to the entire show. And for those just joining us again, just stick around. We are just getting right into the thick of things of how to apply your, your whole brain for success. So, Dr. Sophie, we had, you had talked about, you know, a little bit of some of the ways of why it's important to apply the whole brain when it comes to business innovation and success, importance of consistency, where it becomes part of your daily life. Can you talk about some, some ways that people can go about stimulating their mindset to apply their whole brain, get into some details? Yes. Now, as there are many great ways and we are so grateful for technology and information and accessing, but we got to start from somewhere. And at basis, I would start with using our senses and activating that and being mindful on how we can apply and strengthen our senses. So just like the eyes are the window of the soul, the nose is the window to our brain the strongest sense. So if you smell something that is rotten and you smell it from a distance, it just stays there. And it might cause your appetite on something if you were ready to eat or something, right? The same thing, if you're passing and you're taking a beautiful nature walk and you're passing some maybe jasmine or gardenia and you start smelling it, it also opens your senses and and, uh, opens your spirit altogether. So, as simple as using certain scents that can activate and stimulate your mind while you're working. For example, personally, I love working with sage and rosemary for memory recall. So when I am working on projects that I need to remember, I'm studying, I'm learning, I'm not teaching, then, then I'm using that because I want to have a better memory recall. Um, when I am trying to concentrate more, I'm using peppermint. It's like an immediate uh, booster, and it helps concentration and also the oxygen uh, flow in the body. 
that is just, you know, a, a little example. But uh, the vagus nerve is an area that not many are really using. And it is the basically the largest two nerves that we have. And when they are activated and stimulated, they really influence our gut, the communication between our brain and our gut. Now, imagine, we know that we have three brains, right? And with research, we have our heart brain and we have our gut brain and we have our mind brain. So when the, the, there's a discord between the function of our brain command to our gut, you are not in a full circus open, just like if there's a wire that is off and is short. Can you still get your lamp to work? Probably not. Or maybe it's weak. It's not as bright. So activating the vagus nerves, is, it could be in various ways. It could be through, uh, literally, it could be through thinking for the cords because it influenced the, your vocal cords. It could be through chiropractic. It could be through uh, breathing and laughing and so forth. So uh, I would say for those who are listening and who are not really taking advantage of really stimulating their vagus nerve is that it's a good place to start because it's something really very easy to tap into and, and you can right away start using it and practicing applying it until it becomes a habit. Uh, meditation. Uh, you know, and Chris, I know that's because you are a believer of that. I follow you on social yeah. media and, and, and you know, you are also in, you know, in, in, you write about it, you talk about it. But for us to really be able to tap into a, an altered state of mind, and that's where most your aha moments and things are happening, uh, you got to, there's things that people use, whether it's plant medicine, you're training or, you know, meditation, breath work. But if we can also learn about the brain waves, and utilize the ways to our best interest and learn how to work with them while we are idea generating and or we are trying to come up with a, an invention or a, solving a problem or finding solutions and understanding the different levels of them. You know, like when we're in like a beta, which is the active state like me and you are in right now. Uh, it's just like our normal working uh, hours, our way, you know, how we are interacting with the world and uh, getting like more the high frequencies and action going on. But that's not the area where we are able to really tap into more of a creative solution, more of a relaxed state. We go into an alpha and our breathing and our, we're more coherent, our heart, our mind, and our rhythm, our internal rhythm. And this is where you want to start getting into. And there's different frequencies that can be tapped into certain, uh, you know, uh, brainwaves. So you've got to also maybe visit that if it's not something that you tapped into. And then we have this theta. And this is where the intuition and flashes of inspiration starts happening. So if we can get everyone to start really utilizing the brainwaves to their best advantage, that is a way that you can start having better auto-suggestion and programming of the mind, and you'll start connecting and being in that state of flow. And that is the state 
that is so healthy and most of any of the creations and all the big ideas that really was formed has been born through a state of flow and that requires a little bit of challenge but also you got to have the skill so you can't be too challenged or it can't be too easy because you're not going to enter into a state of flow so it normally takes about 15 minutes to kind of enter it's not one size fit all but in general when you are setting the environment and taking away the distractions and closing your phone for notifications and really setting it up with your good energy, you can actually start entering into a state of flow within that period of time and then start really harmonizing and creating the environment for more creativity that leads to innovation. And, and, and those are little things that we can do uh, to stimulate uh, the scent, the senses, the brainwave, the vagus nerve, and of course, our thinking, learning our thinking style. How do we process information? And because, you know, our brain works on its best cognition through linking, associating, and connecting. And when we understand our internal software better, it is easy to manage that, to apply it in our best potential. Because people said in the past, oh, you're only using 5 to 25% of your brain. And it turned out to be, no, we use our whole brain, but we're not necessarily using our whole potential. And, and that is where, you know, the confusion was for many years about the right brain and the whole brain and, and, and the percentage of what we're using in our whole brain on top of that. So those are little ways that we can really start and, and, you know, asking questions, being curious, wander. All of that really opens up to optimizing our brain to its full potential and, and operate in leadership through our whole brain function. Wow, that is so, so true. And, and, and I, can, I can attest to that, Dr. Dr. Sophie, because I've been doing this personally for 21 plus years, you know, practicing meditation, journaling, and, and the concepts that you were. And, and it, you begin to, when you begin to think different, you begin to be different, you begin to become different. When we say different, not that you're being different from what you are, but you, you do things differently in a way that you know, that you wouldn't have thought before that could serve you than to serve others. And when you be, when you be to become, to do, you, you could achieve differently and achieve more. And, you know, cause I, you look at life and you look at business as something happening for you, not to you. And, 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 and it, all, oh, yeah. it just alters your thinking so much, but can you talk about the importance of consistency? Cause I think we live in a society, you know, when, you know, especially where we, we, we live in this ADD world with, you know, with all the technology and everything around us, you know, distracting people and, and, and people want things now. Can you talk about the importance of patience and, and consistency when it comes to applying the whole brain? Because this isn't something like you, you just do once in yeah. a while. It's something that's got to become part of your life each and every day. And, and for us to be able to set new patterns and new neural pathways in our brain, it's going to be through a positive discipline. And how can we create a positive discipline if we're not consistent 
in it. It's hard to maintain it. What is going to even get you to that space first? And that goes back down to things like understanding how we even start creating. Because everything that we do, if we are, we are co-creating on the go, on the go, on the go. And this is what people think they're not creative. Well, even, you know, cooking a dish and adding little spices and doing that, that's so, there's just different levels. So how can you get into this consistency if there is no interest? How can I create an interest? And a lot of times it has to be something that is in our association to things through our life experience, our belief systems, our knowledge, our learning. And then we, the more open we allow ourselves to be and give ourselves permission to be in new experiences, the, the more we are going to invite possibilities. And even a person in that space of openness is also open for feedback. And they don't look at failure as a failure more than a feedback so that can set them to their next yeah. step. And they, and they keep measuring their progress and they go back, they go back and try again and they measure and now boom, they go until they, they figure it out because it is part of the adaptability, being adaptable, being flexible. Those are traits that can build a person's resilience and willpower so that they can be able to have that positive discipline with consistency and having a genuine interest. Why do you want that result? Because it, things don't just happen. And when you have a problem, it's not just going to solve itself. You've got to do something about it. I mean, very rare cases, they might just disappear. But usually, if you don't, you're going to repeat the same mistake in different seasons of your life until you learned a lesson from that one thing that needed to be resolved at one point or the other. And how could that be the case if we are not really what we understand we conquer? So we need to have that mindset of being the observant to being able to evaluate, to, to assess something and, and understand it so that we can have that extra area of motivation because we're interested in it or else until we really genuinely become interested to be able to focus on, on, on that, meaning self-development or utilizing our whole brain or, you know, whatever subject that comes to mind, uh, there's not going to be a desire enough to fuel its continuation. So I really feel that we got to be first true, our, true to ourselves. And then from there, the, the passion will, with time, it's going to allow you to become more and more consistent because patience is developed. It's a skill. It's a virtue. Many are losing it, especially with everything that's going on and the multitasking that people are doing. And now we know with the alpha generation, uh, their attention span is even lower than the Gen Z's. Can you imagine by the time we are in our 70s and dealing with great grandkids or kids down the road, how are we going to be able to communicate to their ability to comprehend our 
style of delivery in our their attention span. So it's a learning curve for all of us. But we can develop those skills by being more patient so that we can be more understanding also to ourselves and others, regulating and, and prioritizing our attention, regulating our vibration and our emotions so we can become more emotionally intelligent and in how we assess situations and things as well. Wow, that's and nice. I would say, yeah, breathing no, ahead, and Sophie. meditation are tools. Yeah, Bre- breathing and meditations are basic tools that many of us know about, but I don't want to leave them out because I really feel they're very vital in developing more patience because everything that happens that is extraordinary usually comes from an altered state that you're in. And to invite that altered state, if you are not in that space, a neutral space, you are not creating from a healthy foundation and, and breath work, meditation, laughter, journaling, all these are tools. I just wanted to be a reminder because we know how important they are as well. Wow. This is great. Great stuff here. Um, so we got about a minute left in, in our, um, to the next segment. I just wanted just to, summarize for everyone that, you know, again, the importance what Dr. Sophie had just talked about, again, the consistency. This is not once in a while. This is something that we have to do each and every day if we're going to maximize. It's like with anything, you go to the gym and you work out over a period of time, you get into good shape. It's the same thing with our brains. It's not something that we do once in a while. And then we have the ability to really tap into that and, and let have this become part of our lives you know, great things can happen. And I'm looking forward to, uh, Dr. Sophie, when we come back, I know you're going to be sharing some more additional insights from your new book that came out recently. And uh, we're going to uh, expand on a little bit more what you're talking about, about applying the whole brain for business, uh, innovation, and success. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Uh, this is Chris, your host. Our today's show is being brought to you today by uh, Alumni Direct. This is a new social media platform dedicated to bringing together alumni from universities, colleges, community colleges, fraternities, sororities, even businesses that are no longer in business. A great way to kind of rekindle old relationships, meet people who've, that went to your school that you've never met before and Great ways to create a community where that perhaps could lead to your next business opportunity or your next job. Again, check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. And also this platform offers a wide variety of different affinity programs that can help you in your personal and your business life, things that normally you would not have access to directly as an individual. Feel free to check them out, myalumnidirect.com. So, Dr. Sophie, you had just shared so much information about applying the whole brain for business innovation and success and the importance of, you know, ways that we can go about doing that, being consistent. I'd like to, like, you know, talk a little bit about your your book that, you know, came out. I And I, you know, had the privilege of being in your book amongst some other great minds and, and, and change agents. And I would just uh-huh. love, you know, you to share with the audience some of your, you know, some of the key insights from your book. And then as that applies to what we're talking about here today with applying the whole brain. Yes. And uh, Chris, uh, I love your contribution in the area of, you know, risk tolerance, which is an important trait of creativity. And um, it is just such a blessing to be able to, pass forward such a legacy and labor of love. And uh, it is really how we can grow. Talking about that, the book started with thinking styles. And I really feel that because if we go back into the main thing of our mindful, when anything is created with intention, right? First thing is what we're dealing with is, okay, how are we feeling? And then what are we thinking? Because it's an internal climate, really. And, and what is it influenced by? Content, you know, focus, direction. But if I can have the basic of how we are starting in a thinking process. So that's why understanding different thinking styles is going to really, really be of such help uh, on how you really start learning to become better at finding solutions, okay? And the reason I say finding solutions, yeah, we can also solve problems. We're trying to not be in that space too long and so that we can create of the possibilities of a different environment of what we're trying to create for a solution. So, for example, knowing more about the divergent and conversion thinking. Me and you might have heard it repeatedly through our careers and business, and, and, but not everybody is. Not everybody does, and not everybody knows that, for example, when you are in a divergent thinking mode, you are looking for all the possibilities. You are generating as many ideas as possible, for example. 
And when you're in a conversion thinking mode, you are basically a person who is more using their mind for finding the best solution, critical thinking. Uh, so it's another faculty of the brain that we are actually utilizing. So one is more on the right and one is on the left side. If we're going to go to according to the analytics and the way that our brain processes and, and where each area is located at, whether it's our images, words, uh, you know, uh, critical thinking or so forth. So as simple as really becoming more aware of what are some thinking styles that are out there that could serve me and maybe not learn every single one of them, but how about if we can take, maybe learn one and apply it different than what you know. So if you are more a critical thinker or you are more an abstract thinker or you are more analytical thinker, how can you invite more uh, maybe blue sky thinking to your workspace where it's like Elon Musk us going to Mars, you know, that's a blue sky thinking. At one point, people would have laughed at it or thought it's funny or it's nice to talk about. And if you're watching movies or space stuff, but then now it's a reality. And it's got attention for many, many other inventors and so forth. So how can I start to learn or know more about that? No, help you understand how another person, person thinks as well. And not necessarily that's going to be your main strength, and we're not trying to take you out of your main strength, but allow inviting, inviting, inviting new awareness and knowledge. And then when you are facing a challenge, you can put yourself in that person's mind. Like how would X have thought about it from a divergent thinking? Okay, let me sit down and, and write as many ideas or think or speak if you want to record your voice because everybody has a different learning method that works more better for them depending on their learning abilities. And once we also recognize our learning method is also important because it's almost like if you're running a marathon or going, you're closer to your target, it's going to encourage you. It's going to give you that extra push to keep going. But if you're already tired right at the first three minutes and you know you have a long way to go, it's going to exhaust you. You probably never make it just because your mind is already and energy level is already drained. But this is how you can start having fun in the process, creating an environment that is more fun for you to tap into as well, where you can have practical guidance within your own daily environment that it's practical. You can use with your wife, with your child, with your neighbors, with your cousins, with then co-workers, with your business team because it becomes that practice and, and truly have a genuine interest in it. And then what happens, practice makes progress. And now you're going to be like, I really kind of mastered that thinking style. What else can I explore? What is critical thinking? And then venture into that and learn about it. I'm creating products. What is design thinking? And the design thinking is really, really important if you are in that field of, of products and design oh, yeah. because it always has, you know, the empathy and the customer end of mind. Like it's a different mindset altogether. What is holistic thinking? Whole brain? If I want to take it symbolically in association, I would say, you know, if we cannot reach as a collective, 
to an area of a holistic thinking at end result, whether it's a business or personal. As a community, as a whole, to evolve in a healthy way will be in this court. Once we are able to get there, and that takes a lot of personal work because when we're individually whole and complete, understanding our value, our recognize our worth, and having our positive disciplines in life to really be able to contribute to humanity and society at large in positive ways, we become in that space of consciousness and a holistic thinking will be applied more naturally without any kind of feeling effort of, oh my God, because there is no competition in the mind against others. You're only thinking you're competing is against how yourself of how I can get better and improve myself so I can contribute even more and better. And, and, and those type of areas that we can reach in our lives, uh, it's really a very, very sacred, beautiful energy space to function from, just like when you're breathing fresh air and when you really have to, you know, you're in a polluted city and there's a lot of pollution and you're walking in the street and sometimes you have to wear a mask even without a pandemic because of the pollution is so high. Versus you're walking in Austria, which is, you know, rated one of the top air quality um, cities in the world. And you're breathing that fresh air, that oxygen. It feels different. Your body responds different. And that's what we're talking about. The quality of our thoughts are going to really influence the quality of our lives. So why not master and understand different thinking styles? that can direct our content and focus and direction of our thoughts in a nice, beautiful space that we can invent and innovate and evolve from. And, you know, that, that, is, a, that is a basic foundation is thinking, the metacognition, the thinking of the thinking, meta-awareness, the awareness of being aware. Those areas, are coming from what space? Again, an altered state of mind. That's why it's so valuable for us to really utilize and understand how our brain functions so that we can apply it with its full potentiality. Understanding everybody's abilities and skill levels are different, but that's also beautiful and great. So that's how we grow with diversity and allowing a new experience to come in so that we can really allow that growth to continue in a momentum that is going to support us going from a self-actualized person to self-transcendence, which is the last that Abraham Maslow left out and he was working on, and that was the area of self-transcendence. And I'm Chris, like this is what you talk about also, having a growth mindset is going to invite for such results. Uh, so, so true, Dr. Sophie. I, I love what you talked about, you know, thinking and thinking is everything. You know, we, we can't control thoughts, but we, we, can, we can control how we react to them and our emotions. And thinking is so critical. When you talked about critical thinking, design thinking, depending upon, you know, what level or what hat you have to wear or, you know, depending upon your role and duty in your life and in your business, 
So, so, so true. And, and this is so important. You have shared <clears throat> so much wisdom here today. And I, I'm so looking forward to myself listening to this show as a listener later today. And I hope everyone that is listening, <laughs> depending upon Thanks, if you've yeah. been on, if you've been on since the whole show, since it started, if not, I encourage you to listen to this show again later today. It'll be available on demand in its entirety. We encourage everyone to go back. Listen, there is some golden nuggets here, things that can change the quality of your life, your well-being, and your business if you just you know listen, because this is the foundation to everything, the foundation. Just like a house, a beautiful home you want to build has to have a, a rock-solid foundation. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be something that we take the time to cultivate. This is it. So tap into this information. Dr. Sophie, we got less than two minutes, and I want to leave this time for you to share with the audience and those listening later, you know, where they can find you, what you're up to, anything you'd like to provide them. Well, just as some, because I'm so passionate about the topic of, of creativity and, and the brain, is just always keep in mind that the human brain does not have one creative center and we are utilizing the whole brain when we are creating. So definitely encourage the tapping into that, how you can uh, find me, uh, com, which is D-R-S-O-F-I-E-N-U-B-A-N-I.com. Uh, in there, uh, all my social media platform accesses are there. We can connect further. Um, email is drsofinubani at icloud.com. Uh, latest and what's happening is I'm also an NLP trainer. We're having NLP certifications launching uh, very soon. By what, Half of it are coming out in May and the other is coming in June. And that is NLP creativity, NLP laughter mindset, NLP basic practitioner and life design, as well as audio course, Ignite Your Creativity, our creative techniques that are advanced for organizations and businesses that they can use for their building their teams. And I really like it because it's yeah. great for universities and also for households. This is something like I love to practice and see a yeah. family use with their kids and, and like, Hey, yeah. let's use the six thinking <laughs> hat technique or do this. And it's fun and it, it helps growth and everything. So it's, uh, it's amazing. And this is really yeah. a, a great, great yeah. uh, podcast. I love what you yeah. advertise. I'm going to check on the sorority.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, alumni, alumni direct. <laughs> Absolutely. My yes. alumni. Well, Dr. Sophie, we okay. gotta we gotta conclude, but I want to thank you personally for taking the time to be here out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Thank you so much. And oh, it's my we, pleasure. And thank you yeah, for having yep. me. Absolutely. Blessing. And we, and we want to thank you guests for being here each and every week. And we will see everyone next Thursday here in the month of May. Let's keep it rocking, keep it moving along, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.